As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Like anyone doing your job today will be completely remote. I, I, I can see this being a reality. I can see this being a real reality, something that could come to pass in, you know? What's up, internet friends, founders, and the Entree Pro Curious? You've made it, and you're here. It's MVR Daily, getting you prepared for the mobile-first, video-first, remote-first world of tomorrow. I'm your host, Peter Saddington, and we're having some fun with the introduction today because I'm messing a boot, and I'm getting ready, and I'm continuing to build. I hope you guys are having a wonderful Friday. Another COVID Friday for many of you guys out there. You know, I, I wonder, I was wondering this earlier this morning. Uh, during my workout Wor- workouts now so workouts now are at home right so workouts now are at home and I'm getting into the routine of things and I do a good you know hour and 15 minutes or so I mean it's I'm sweating profusely all over the place and so I, I get I get a good good workout in but I tell you it's just there's just something obviously different from working at home than going to a gym you have to you, there's you need a lot more motivation you, you totally need a lot more motivation. And I have forgotten, I had forgotten how much motivation is actually required uh, to work out at home. Now, for me, it, it, might, seem, it might seem obvious, but uh, I mean, when I go to a gym, there's like all these other people there, right? And they're getting it in. They're putting in the reps. And if you're ever sitting there and you'd rather be exercising your thumbs or, you know, exercising your nuns, your eyeballs on a mobile phone instead of working out, all you have to do is look up and see that there's someone else working out, sweating profusely, grinding it out, grunting, and putting in those reps, and that gives you enough to say, okay, okay, okay. I don't need to be messing with this with this uh, mobile device. I should probably get back to work. When it comes to working at, out at home, though, I'll tell you, it truly is you versus you versus you. And ain't that the truth when it comes to what's going on these days with this uh, quarantining and having to be at home, people getting that cabin fever? Well, many of you guys out there might not be in that position. I hope that you're not. And I hope that if you are in a position where you are quarantined, that you're leveraging this opportunity to invest in yourself. You see, 
That's what MVR is all about. It's the mobile-first, video-first, remote work world that we are entering into, and I want you to be prepared for that. I want you to be effective in the future of work. The future of work is going to be remote. It's going to be on video. It's going to be in video conferencing. You're going to have to be able to prove the efficacy and effectiveness of your skill sets your passions, your work ethic, your abilities to actually complete work in a knowledge-based economy, and also effectively work remotely and on video. And so for many of you guys out there, I know that the, the, the service industry has been hit in a, in a big way. Uh, I know that the service industry has been hit. Uh, anything having to do with working with people has been hit. Uh, travel industry, obviously, as well. And anyone that is in the independent consulting world, and so I know a ton of those. I myself is, I am an independent consultant, and our work has been hit because our work as independent consultants require us to be with people. And so preparing, or rather changing from as a consultant or contractor from physical in-person work to a remote work world is absolutely essential. So if there's any of you guys out there, uh, this is going to be a, the news bit for today. And you can hear that uh, even in these, these, these troubling times, I got my kiddos outside uh, making uh, lots of noise, but that's okay. That's part of life. But if you are a consultant, if you are a consultant, if you are a contractor, if you are someone who uh, has done work in person with companies, large, small startups, any type of thing like this, then you need to be getting ready for the remote work world and you should begin providing value to your clients, to your customers remotely in video format, workshop format, these types of things, you know, online training, which is what I'm doing. Um, I'm doing it this week. Right, and so it's 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 just something you have to get ready for. And if you if you want to, if you want to prepare for that, I highly suggest I highly suggest that you join my community at Evo www.evo.evo.af. Check it out, guys. Uh, I'm helping people prepare for this mobile video remote work world. So today's today's news bit. Let's get into today's news bit. It's how to keep a virtual audience captivated. So if you're a consultant or contractor out there, you probably need to know this stuff. Thanks for being here, guys. It's MVR Daily. All right, how to keep a virtual audience captivated. This is by Neil Gordon. As we all know, all sorts of Previously, live events are now going virtual. People who have planned to give presentations in front of a large room of people are now hunched over their laptops doing the honors via teleconferencing software. As we cope with this daunting outbreak, those of us who are live presenters are faced with another formidable challenge, keeping people engaged with our content. We must ensure that they'll stick around to the end of our webinar and hear our call to action. And if we work for a company, we want them to stay put so they'll have the necessary guidance to move forward effectively with the project. Many of us might even expect for a lot of them to wait it out and hope for the best, but it's not going to cut it. The sad truth is that the virtual presenters face significant obstacles to live presenters uh, that the live presenters do not. In a live presentation, there is unspoken contract that the people in the seats are going to remain there the whole time. 
it would draw significant attention for them to, if they got up and left halfway through, and most people are more likely to just zone out with their phone. But at least, you know, I guess at least they'll stay in the room, right? They could possibly engage, be engaged at a later point, but the whole idea is you have them there. They're sitting. In contrast, a, a virtual audience can leave whenever they feel like it. And this is one of the struggles, guys, of doing work remotely. And this is one of the struggles of doing workshops remotely, uh, like the ones that I do. Yeah, people can leave at any time. Now, I actually don't care if they leave. It's their prerogative. I do, though, feel bad because they miss some great content when they do leave. So that's something that I... You know, that's just, that's, it's more on me because I'm just like, man, the stuff that I'm going over is so juicy. It's so, it's so worth it. It's so worth talking about, especially when it comes to branding and creating your own brand and being ready for the MVR world. They can even be on their machine doing other things throughout the presentation without anyone even realizing it. Yeah. What can a virtual presenter ultimately do about this? How can we ensure that people stay with us to the end? The good news is that there's one simple insight that can make or break whether someone bails on us halfway through. Ooh, what is it? What is it, my man? It's the first 15 seconds. Reminds me of a video game channel that I used to do back in the day. Yeah, that kind of failed, guys. That's okay. It's all good. <laughs> it's an insight that can best be illustrated by a Facebook ad campaign I ran last year that to be quite frank, earned me a number of trolls. The Facebook ad directed folks to a free live-minute video that gave a tip on how to captivate your audience in the first 15 seconds of your speech. The basic gist of the tip is that the, rather than warming up the audience by visiting with everyone and saying how nice it is to be there, milk the tension that begins any live talk. Pause for half a beat, and then just begin with the story or some other compelling opening line. Since sharing that tip, I've had followers who've had used it to get their first standing ovation. Who've had, I've had people who come up to me and tell them that they, they came, the end was in tears. And even some who have made nearly six figures in sales from a single presentation. But despite the tip's value, quite a number of people wrote comments below the ad that were in some variation of this. You lost me in the first 15 seconds. Indeed, one person after another accused me of not following my own advice, and they were right. The video didn't start with a compelling first line of story. I could have gotten rid of the offending video and done something different. But the truth was that for every person who hated on the video, there were 8 to 10 people who bought my program on crafting a signature talk. Ooh, not bad. Now, whether that, you know, whether that's true or not, I don't know. I don't know. Not 8 to 10 positive comments, 8 to 10 customers. In other words, it was a very successful campaign. Still, with so many people trolling me on this one issue, I was curious. What if they had actually had a point? Would starting with a story give me better results? I ran a split test of the original video, which buried a client success story halfway through with a new version that featured the story right at the beginning. The original video had 78.3 engagement. The new video with the story at the top, only 67.3%. The video with the story up front had 11 few percentage points of engagement. Well, what was going on? Understand your audience problem. As they see it, the truth is, is that I wasn't surprised by these results at all. I had a very deliberately started the original video with something 
other than a story. And I'd done it for a particular reason. While the tip about starting powerfully with a story is solid gold, those amazing outcomes of standing ovations and almost six-figure sales were in the context of live presentations. Whereas online video was, of course, a virtual presentation akin to all the types of things we are now all being forced to offer in response to this COVID crisis. So how did I actually start the original video? Well, it was very simple. I said, if you're a public speaker, what's the first thing you're supposed to say in your speech or talk? That's a really good question. That's a really good question. What's the first thing you're supposed to talk about if you're doing it live? I then followed that with my research that suggests audience form their whole impression in a speaker in the first 15 seconds. In other words, I started with a problem that public speakers believe they have, how to start off their speech with a bang. I then promised them a tip that would fix their problem. Given the fear that's now emanating throughout the country and even the world, the reason someone would bother to watch someone else's virtual content is because it's going to help them solve a problem that they care about solving right here and now. And that's so important. And that's so important when it comes to video and making video. You have to create things. You have to create solutions, options. You have to create guides, tutorials. You have to create things that people can receive value from now. Very important. Very important. Everyone has a problem they're desperate to address. Tanking stock prices, withdrawal of business, how to manage children at home for weeks, how to stay healthy, or something else of emotional significance. Your task then is simple. Rather than launch right into your solution, be it your tips, tricks, or even more elaborate multi-setup process, begin your virtual presentations with the problem your audience believes they have. See, the problem from their perspective, like hemorrhaging revenue or suddenly crowding, uh, suddenly a crowded home, and then promise them a way out of that problem. Some simple ways you can incorporate the idea into your virtual content include start with the problem. Number one, start with the problem, guys. At the beginning, touch on the problem as your audience experiences it. Much like I visited the problem of ensuring that people consume virtual content to the end at the beginning of this article. Number two, agitate the problem with typical solutions. Identify what most people might be doing, using, or conventional wisdom so that your audience will want to fill in the gap with something better. This is what I did when citing how people would use the same presentation and hope for the best. Number three, explicitly pose the question of how to solve the problem. Ask the audience how, to, how this problem can be solved so as both reinforce the problem in their mind and also create a curiosity gap around the mystery of what it will take. This is what I did when I asked about how we can ensure that people stay with us to the end. It's absolutely clear that the virtual presentations are the most, single most important asset for public speakers and experts in the coming weeks and even possibly months. I would go even farther. It's probably going to be valuable for the rest of your life, especially if you're going to be a presenter, if you want to have a gravitational brand, if you want to be relevant in a knowledge-based economy, in an MVR world, a mobile video and remote world, like it is even now more important than ever to be a great presenter, to be a great communicator online. And that's why I built Evo community for you guys, man. And the most important factor that will keep people to the end of your virtual presentation is the belief that they will solve the problem they care about solving with your help. When you actually do these, when you actually do help them solve the problem in these uncertain times, they will stay with you in easier times as well. Well, that's a great piece of advice, guys. I appreciate that from this author. You know, 
it's I think it's even more important now. I mean, it, 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 well, I'll give you my review of this in a second, guys. Let me let me just do this thing. I think this is cool. That cool guys it's uh, my new kind of breakup intro when i'm pivoting from one subject to the next so now that we're moving into this review uh, of this article of sorts i mean this is this is kind of the point guys the point is is that in today's new mvl world mobile video remote world there's a problem the problem is is that uh in many ways jobs are going to be harder to do and companies are companies are moving to new mechanisms of remote work, telecommuting, right, offshore, these types of things, and the gap is only widening. The gap is only growing bigger. It it would be amazing. It would be amazing, uh, but I, I I completely see it being possible. You know, you know that there is a world in the future. That there is a world in the future. Well, how do I want to say this? There's a world in the future where maybe your entire market, your entire demographic, like your entire work stream, your entire work area, arena, like anyone doing your job today will be completely remote. I, I, I can see this being a reality. I can see this being a real reality, something that could come to pass in, you know, and if, if this true, that entire markets, entire work markets, work segments are completely and fundamentally changed to remote only, think about those who already have gone remote and are able to work remote and be able to present effectively on video and be able to have a, have a, a gravitational brand where people are, are, are coming to them for, uh, for help, consultation, consulting, um, and services, right? Because those guys are already prepared for the remote world. And so I, I can completely see a reality where some people's jobs will completely go remote in the future. And and forget forget just like the machines taking over our jobs, right guys? I'm talking about just just remote only. Machines are probably going to be taking our jobs anyway. And so anyway, if you want to be part, if you want to be part of a a virtual community that's all about the mobile first video first and remote work world then join my community at evo.af this is the uh, article that we uh, covered today but in evo.af guys we have a small we have a small but growing community that's preparing for the mobile video and remote world and i want to help you guys i want to help you guys get better on video get better working remotely and uh, get better, especially many of you guys who are consultants, contractors out there, for many of you guys to learn how to service people online. It's important, guys. So I hope you have, ha- we'll have a great Friday today, guys. Stay safe, stay socially distant or whatever, whatever you got to do. Or you know what? Don't even, don't even listen to me. Just grind. Be happy. Be happy to work. Invest in yourself. Join evo.af. Join our community. 
I can't wait to publish my book. I'm so glad that I, oh, by the way, um, leave a comment below. I know we're, get, we're getting to the end of this, but leave a comment below if you'd like an early pre-pub version of my book. Um, it won't, it might, no, I think I'm going to have to, I think I'm going to have to charge you. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to charge you guys, but I have been sending it out to a lot of people, peers, uh, to get feedback on, um, so I'm getting that feedback now. It's been great, and so we're getting closer and closer to the, to the, um, to the final, final stages of finishing out my book, and uh, let me know if you want a pre-published version of it in PDF. It'll be a, there'll be a, uh, there'll be a fee for it, a cost for it, of course, guys. I mean, we're living in the remote world, remote world now. Right, the digital world, guys. Got to make that money somehow. So, have a great weekend. Be safe out there, guys. Uh, check out evo.af. That's where I post updates of what's going on in my life and our community. Um, and I'll see you guys. I'll see you guys next week. See you guys next week. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.